I'm back to recap another episode of The Real Housewives of Potomac, are you a fan of the show? Well you are in luck because I am recapping each and every episode of season 6. But if you haven't started watching the 4th episode yet, click off because this is the recap, and it is full of spoilers. Now that I have gotten that out of the way, let's get to the recap of episode 4. Ready? Let's get started. Episode 4, Going Ham at the Pajami Jam When the episode begins we see Giselle go to get styled and her hair done at the set of a photo shoot for the podcast she has with her best friend who she says is Robin, and the podcast is called Reasonably Shady, lol. Giselle says their work ethic's a different so she doesn't know how long this partnership is going to last, well why do it then Giselle, if you are already planning for it to fall apart. Robin arrives with her outfit in hand ready to be styled as well, and Giselle admits she was trashing Robin a little to the guy, Cal, that was helping her get ready, yeah this is your best friend Robin, no wonder you are depressed. When Robin goes to the back to get changed, Giselle switches her topic of conversation with Cal to Jamal, why are you talking to the stylist about your ex? We don't care. Giselle needs to get a storyline because I refuse to recap her and Jamal's fictional relationship without calling it out and it's boring because it gets redundant, phew. Giselle mentions her daughter Grace is getting her learner's permit but she keeps failing the test. Robin comes from the back and she is dressed. The ladies discuss Mia and her argument with Wendy at Ashley's pamper party, while Cal does Robin's hair. Giselle tells Cal that Mia called Wendy simple-minded. He is astounded. Not Wendy with all her college degrees. Robin says Wendy wouldn't let Mia talk and once again they express the desire to get to know Mia outside of the presence of Karen who they feel has some sort of affect on Mia's behavior when she is with the group. Giselle texts Wendy to get together for drinks without Karen. Giselle seems to like Mia mainly because she seems like someone who she could be an ally with, I bet. Besides Robin who is always down to kiss her fanny. Lol. It's true though. They take the pictures for the podcast. Cute. Switch. Michael and a very pregnant Ashley go out for dinner, Ashley is so far along she is due to give birth any minute and here she is filming scenes for a reality show. This should show Bravo this woman is dedicated to this, because she looks happy but uncomfortable as all get out. They sit down for dinner and conversation. Ashley lets us know once again, as if we give a care, she and Michael have not been having much sex but he is still romancing her. Good for you Ashley, you are happily married, we believe you so quit trying to convince us hun. Michael lets her know he wants to start another business. Despite having no experience he wants to start producing movies, porn I'm guessing, lol. Just kidding, but seriously. Ashley says it's a lot of work, and he asks her if she doesn't want him to do it. She is fine with it but has concerns, I mean she is having a baby soon and already has a toddler. She wants to be supportive, and I think Ashley does at least try to give her marriage her all and that's admirable. She just doesn't want to make a bad financial decision that will affect the financial well-being of the whole family. They have to cut the dinner short because Ashley starts to feel physically uncomfortable sitting down, she is due any minute, poor thing I remember those days. Switch. Karen is at home cooking and he daughter calls her to video chat. Karen is proud of her daughter Raven who is living in New York working her first job and is in corporate America as an executive. Karen shares with her daughter she is being sworn I as an ambassador to her hometown, Surrey, Virginia. Raven says Karen is an inspiration to herself and others, we like their relationship don't we Potomac fans? 
Karen wants to bring attention to rural America and bring her hometown access to fresh fruits and vegetables and Wi-Fi. Lack of these things is a problem that plagues many poor communities so we are glad Karen is giving back. We also find out, Karen can't cook worth a damn. Lol. Switch. Mia goes strutting into one of her chiropractic businesses and begins directing her staff. She tells us she is the regional director for a series of such offices with 14 offices over four states, and she has three more under construction. Phew. She is extremely busy and very involved in the running of her businesses it seems. Her oldest son calls while she is debriefing her staff, and she stops to take his video call. She asks if he is going to practice and if it was okay if her husband, G, takes him. Her husband interrupts and was like, I thought you were taking him. Mia runs down to him all of the things she has to do for her businesses. He reminds her that this is the third time she broke her promise to take him to practice but he doesn't mind taking him. Mia asks the question I was wondering, then why make her feel bad? More importantly, why bring it up now in front of the kid? Mia gets defensive when he says he wants her to be more balanced, okay we see the work-home life balance is going to be a part of Mia's storyline. Switch. Roby meets with her trainer, Anna to work out in the park and she looks like the park is freezing cold. She says she gained weight during the pandemic, girl we all did. So she is getting back fit and she asks Ascali and Wendy to join her. Ascali shows up in a big fluffy fur coat. And Wendy doesn't do much better with her fanciness and huge coat, huh? Really none of the ladies look like they came to work out, but after the workout they move on to the real reason they met up. Gossip Candy Ace calls while they are walking a trail. She invites them to a pajama party in celebration of her moving out of her townhouse into her new abode. The three ladies are excited to be invited and when she hangs up they begin gossiping about Mia. Ascali calls her messy Mia and they all laugh, I'm confused. When did they make this Ascali chick a housewife? Switch. Karen goes to visit messy Mia at her home and despite being friends it is obviously the first time Karen ever been to her house. Bravo, y'all not slick. She serves her a fabulous cheese, fruit and cracker tray and they sit down to gossip. They discuss the pamper party. Karen felt Mia was attacked because of her relationship with her. Karen's problem with Robin is that she does Giselle's bidding and is up her bush. Now Karen. That is no way for a lady of the upper echelons of high society to talk. Lol. Mia tells Karen about the invite to drinks through text, from Giselle and mentions she was told without Karen. They both laugh hysterically. When they switch back to Robin in the park she is also telling Ascali and Wendy about the text. She shows us a text that was Mia's reply. Hi Giselle unless you want to discuss business there's nothing I have time to talk to you about. Would you like for me to connect you with my assistant to pencil you in this week? Switch back to Mia, and her point is that Giselle is not going to dictate what she does. She will bring Karen places if she would like to, who do Roby and Giselle think they are telling her not to bring Karen to drinks? Robin says she texted back. Hi Mia, I'm quite taken aback by your rude response. Was something done to you that we are not aware of? Is this how you treat people who are trying to get to know you? What am I missing? Mia texts back. At Giselle since my message was directed to you. Forgive me if you think I'm being rude. I'm simply being direct. Robin says at this point she has nothing to reply back to her about, I'm Robin, she at Giselle not you. She didn't even acknowledge you were the one texting and Giselle was the one that paid the text dust. Looks like Robin is losing her spot, Giselle may not trust Mia, 
but given the chance, you could tell Mia thinks Giselle is a good look, and Giselle considers Mia more of a good look than Robin who insists on being her underling. Robin did well by bringing Ascali on the show, just in case Giselle ditches her for Mia, lol. Karen is proud that Mia stood up to Giselle and Robin and doesn't mind if one day down the road Mia decides to go have drinks that's fine but don't put stipulations on what she can do. Karen knows Mia is the type to align herself with the likes of Giselle, but she is playing this correctly. Giselle ends up looking like a hater whenever Karen acts unbothered, but really they both hate on each other, in a way. Switch. Candy Ace goes to the studio to record a track and I must admit. What I heard of the song sounds good. She says Chris is busy with other job and couldn't be there with her. She misses her husbander because he is her support. She says she doesn't say thank you as often as she needs to. Well that is not cool Candy Ace. He will become resentful if he gives without feeling appreciated. It's good that at least you recognize that you need to thank your husband more. They show flashbacks of Candy Ace as a little girl, Ah, Candy Ace looks so cute. We are glad Candy Ace is working o' her dreams, good for you Candy Ace. Switch. Giselle takes her twin daughters to wait for Grace to take her test. She fails again. I like that Giselle despite being uncomfortable did at least try to be there for her daughter emotionally when she saw she was upset she failed. I get it. I'm that person who understands struggles with being emotionally available. I really think Giselle show her other side when she is with her daughters and it's beautiful to watch. Her twins feel bad for their big sis, but giggle anyway, try again young lady you will eventually do it. Giselle has great kids. Candy Ace's Pajama Party Candy Ace is in her condo she recently sold, this is the location for her party, but it's bittersweet because it is a send-off of sorts, a goodbye to her younger self. She spent years at the condo, and has a lot of memories there. We get to see some flashbacks, and yes they show her argument with Ashley where she famously waved the butter knife, lol. Bravo is messy. The camera sweeps the trays of food. OMG. Candy Ace has a spread laid out for the ladies. Karen is the first to arrive in her designer pink robe. Candy Ace hands her a glass and says everyone who enters must take a shot of fireball. Karen sips half of the shot and feigns like she can't drink the rest. She got Candy Ace's number, she is tired of being called the lush of the group, she rather get some of the food first, lol. Y'all Ashley is trying her best to be a great mom. You rock Ashley, safe delivery to you and your baby boy. Karen brings up her renewal ceremony and shades Roby because she says she will be getting married after the pandemic, yeah sure Robin, we believe you, wink wink. Side note, in her confessional Roby looked beautiful. She had her hair pulled up into a top bun with cute parted bangs, why can't you do this always ma'am you look fantastic in your yellow. Now if you had have worn this look for last season's reunion, but anyway back to the recap. Giselle arrives and takes her shot of fireball and calls Karen a hater, lol. Karen rolls her eyes. The ladies arrive in lingerie or pajamas, except for Ashley who Candy Ace conveniently forgot to invite, lol. Meanwhile Ashley is in labor on the way to deliver anyway. We see a touching scene where Ashley is crying. Not only because she is dealing with the stresses of labor but because she will be away from little Dean and when she comes back she will have another baby he will have to compete with for attention and she will not be there to help him transition into the change. Ascali and Wendy join in on the gossip and the nice spread because let's face it the food looks good. Mia hasn't arrived yet. Karen brings up the text, and her and Giselle argue over semantics. 
Giselle said without Karen not don't bring Karen lol. Mia arrives just in time, but what she had on didn't look like pajamas, but it was nice either way, lol. Mia girl, who wears heels to a pajama party, he he. Karen tells Mia they were discussing the text, as soon as Mia walks in from taking her shot of fireball at the door, well damn. Let a girl take off her coat before you start in on the BS, but Mia jumps right into the swing of things as if she came ready. Karen says they came to the conclusion the choice of words was improper. Her issue is the words, not Karen well when did she say that? Lol. How many variations of don't bring the bane of my existence to a festive occasion I invited you to will we get in one conversation? The point is Giselle wanted to get to know Mia without Karen or Wendy there. She shouldn't have mentioned Karen in my opinion because it is a given Karen wasn't showing up, but it sure is bothering Karen isn't it? If you agree leave a comment. This is stupid and hilarious at the same time, well it is a pajama party why not entertain childish things, right ladies? So the pettymost certainly continues, Giselle pushes the issue and she has a point. Karen wasn't invited and she said so ahead of time, but like I said, Karen wasn't going to show up if you paid her so why bring her up? Sorry I had to yell. I wish these ladies would hear me, dang. We don't care so move on. Ascali butts in for some reason. Record scratch. WTH. Ma'am, who are you, simmer down we barely met you. Why the hell is Ascali butting in? I mean just cause you there. We see you ma'am you should just wait a second you will have your opportunity, if you keep creating them at the wrong time I'm going to have to possibly drag you if you keep getting on my nerves, so pipe down. Ascali, you look good and you obviously belong in the circle, don't make the Aquarius in me get ticked off Ascali, I want to like you so bad. Relax and look fabulous and just make faces. The camera will pick them up and we will feel like you are one of us. That will make you relatable, no woman who just got into a circle of women acts like you are acting if they really are unbiased. In other words, shh. And when you get the right chance, let your personality shine. Right now you are coming off as a SH starter and I don't like those, you dig? Y'all, Ascali is giving me crazy vibes, she should maybe cool it, lol. Mia says she doesn't let people dictate her life. When Ascali interrupts, Mia asks her how many businesses does she own. The point Mia was trying to make was that, she is too busy being a boss to be bossed around, but the ladies interrupted wanting to know why Mia would ask such a question. And that is the reason all of the over-talking and interrupting is pointless, and it's hard to recap these type of reality shows and keep up with who said what or even what point they are trying to make. I personally don't like how Wendy, Robin, Ascali all jumped in against Mia, but she held her own, and you got to give it to her, she didn't back down. I'm starting to see Mia will never back down if you come for her. She will be good for TV. But I'm not sure you want to go down this road off and traveled Mia. Candier stands on her counter in an effort to get the ladies' attention. Why not put them out? But it's a show so we will just pretend that people allow women to cut a fool in their houses. She says it won't be solved for the night so the ladies should meet up individually to work things out, but, on with the party. I actually loved how Candy Ace handled that, it was like a perfect hostess would, but I would have just handed them to go boxes, told them to grab some food and exit the place before I commenced to whooping some tail for disrespecting my event, but I guess that's why I don't have upscale friends like these, I would never act this way, I hope, lol. Well I hope I wouldn't on TV at least, ha. Huh? They play Pros Co Pong, an upscale version of the party game Beer Pong. 
during the game Wendy goes to Giselle while the others play to talk. Robin happens to be right by Giselle, but Giselle is the only one she seems to want to work anything out with, lol. She says they got off on the wrong foot and Giselle checks her. She says they didn't get off on the wrong foot that she was nice to her and wanted to get to know her. Mia, have you seen the show? Giselle gave you the gift she hasn't given any newbie. She actually was giving you a chance. You just keep bouncing between cliques like you are in high school, you want to be in the popular clique don't you Mia? But you can't decide which route will be best for you to social climb through, huh? We see you. If you agree or don't, leave a comment. Mia apologizes to Giselle as Robin wanders back to the group to play the party game and she would want it because Mia doesn't even try to reconcile anything with Robin, I hope Robin sees this and doesn't try to build Jack with Mia who doesn't seem interested in an acquaintanceship let alone friendship with Robin. It's not that she is saying it, but she is acting like Robin is insignificant in the equation and it's Giselle who she should be trying to get in good with. It's kind of pathetic if she really is like this. Who the hell is Giselle? Mia that you make it seem like you are kissing her ass. Nobody to gravel to like this. Mia says she will try to do better with the way she delivers things. Giselle says don't send her that st again, and we are to assume she means texts like the ones they exchanged. Mia agrees and I guess they will now move on. Sigh. Really Mia? You gonna tell us you a boss, then tell us you not gonna let nobody boss you, then let Giselle boss you? Mia. Go play pros copong because you like bouncing back and forth like a bobblehead, Mia you are starting to get on my nerves, Giselle ain't nobody's friend and you will see. The strays rejoin the group. They all do a congo line into the living room to continue playing party games. Cute. They play never have I ever. So if you have done the thing mentioned, you must drink, you know the game. Karen drinks, she has done the drug ecstasy before. Mia drinks, she has had her clit done. She clarifies she has a vaginal rejuvenation surgery, the girls all exchange looks, lol. Mia shut up. These ladies keep shading you about your oversharing but you just can't find a clue. Mia drinks she has had a threesome with her current husband, gee nobody is surprised. She didn't have sex with a woman but happily watched her husband, some of the ladies all secretly judge, even the ones who don't have husbands, lol. So did you catch the show? I can't wait to see the drama next week how about you? Leave a comment and subscribe for more recaps, bye for now. What are your thoughts? Follow this blog. At WhenTheseWomenSpeaks.com Facebook at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Instagram at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Twitter at Woman underscore speaking Tumblr at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks.com Pinterest at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks References The Real Housewives of Potomac, Bravo TV official site